0: Hello and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host, Emma McMillan, and I'm an educator, copywriter, and copywriting coach. But this podcast is not just about copy. At its heart, this is a podcast all about connection, how we use words to connect with others, and the lasting impact words can have on us. It's about empowering you to write better. It's about learning to love a blank page and its possibilities. It's about finding joy in words and language. You'll hear conversations that I hope will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with words and on how connection shows up for you. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence, and a sense of fun. Thanks for being here. Now, let's dive in. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast the Wurundjeri people of the Kula Nations and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions, I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Not Just About Coffee podcast. Last week in my group program, The Co-Writing Content Crew, I was asked a great question by one of the crew members. She wanted to know how should you structure and time a welcome email sequence for a new subscriber in a service-based business? Now, I thought this was not only a great question, but it was also a really timely kick up the butt for me because I had had revamping my welcome email sequence on my to-do list for a very long time. So here's what I had in place until just recently. On sign up to my newsletter from my homepage of my website, I had just a really simple two email sequence and the first one was just a little bit of a general hello. The second one was a bit more about my business story. The services I listed in there were totally out of date and it needed a good freshen up. And it was just something that i had thrown together just to get something up there because as we know, done is often better than perfect, but it was really time for me to double down and put some thought into how I wanted to build out that sequence to welcome in new subscribers. Since I had created that short sequence, I'd also developed some lead magnets, which had very, very short, simple deliver the freebie sequence, but they didn't really have much about getting to know me or sharing extra resources, that kind of thing. So there were lots of opportunities that I thought I could really hone in on to amplify these sequences and further engage any new subscribers or prospects into my ecosystem. So just to say too, if you don't have a welcome email sequence yet, or you've got one that you're not super happy with, or you don't have a lead magnet, please don't be too hard on yourself. Honestly, it took me, I'm going to say four or five years to get a lead magnet up there. Sure. I wish I'd done it sooner. And if that's you, I would encourage you to do it sooner, but it is better late than never. And as I said before, sometimes done is better than perfect. And you can always go back and revamp or revise. And you really should from time to time as well, because things evolve in your business, things change it's often good to make sure that the content that you're sharing is still relevant and it's still aligned with the direction of your business. Now, for me, having transitioned my business a lot over the past 12 to 18 months from predominantly copywriting to moving much more into the copy coaching space, I really needed to get some of my assets up to date to reflect that change in direction. So I thought this week that I would revamp my own sequence as I prepared to talk to you about the process of creating or revamping your own. So let's get into this episode as I tackle the question, how to structure and time a welcome email sequence for your business. So first up, why would you create a welcome sequence in the first place? So it's a great opportunity to engage with someone when they have just decided they want to hear from you. As we all know, Inbox Real Estate is super precious. And when someone chooses to download your lead magnet or sign up for your newsletter, it's just that. It's a choice. So what you can do as a service provider is to honour that choice in the best, most aligned way that you can. It's important to know as well that those early days when a subscriber first hits your email list, that's when they're your most captive audience. So capitalise on that by sharing helpful advice resources, and letting people actually get to know you and what you're all about. I want to start with some general tips before I dive into the emails themselves. So first up to say, there's no one way of creating an email sequence. So what I'm going to share with you today is just one way, but you can do more of your own research as well and explore, you know, variations on this. However you choose to adapt this sequence, I want you to really make sure that it's on brand for you that it's in your tone of voice, that it speaks to your audience. And I want you to talk to one person. So rather than addressing an email to, hey, everyone, which is never something you should do anyway, really personalize it. Use you, personalize that name field. Yes, in the case of a welcome sequence, we all understand it's an automation, but it doesn't mean it has to sound like one. I want you to get comfy with calls to action as well and just start to sprinkle them through the sequence in a really natural way. You know, like an invitation to connect on social media or put one in a PS or invite people to write back to you. The aim here is to build engagement with new subscribers. In terms of spacing, a day apart might feel too intense for you. To me, it does a little bit. So I've spaced mine a little bit further apart. In most cases, two days apart, but you can always test it and see how it goes. So just pop into your email platform at any time and just check your analytics for that automation to see which ones are being opened and you can always tweak the timing. So here are the five emails that I'm going to suggest you include in your automation. And for the sake of today's episode, I'm going to presume that this is an automation that people receive once they have downloaded some sort of lead magnet from you. So when I talk about a lead magnet, you might often hear this referred to as like a freebie. It's basically something, a free resource that you have got on your website that you share with someone in exchange for their email address. So that might be an ebook, it might be a checklist, it might be watching a webinar, anything like that will work. So this is the sequence that I'm suggesting that you send in response to someone accessing your lead magnet. So email number one goes out on day one. Keep it super short and sweet. So the purpose of this email is really just to deliver the freebie that they've signed up for and also to frame up some context. So please let them know that you'll be emailing them again with a bit more information about you and some helpful resources that they might be interested in. And that's really it for the first email. Short, sweet, deliver the freebie. Email number two is where you can go a little bit more deep into your brand backstory. So sharing with your new audience why you do what you do and the perfect thing to use to help you create this, because as you know, I'm all about content repurposing, is to actually use some of what's already on your about page. So when you wrote your about page, no doubt you tapped into or touched on your story, why you created your business, what it is that you do, who it is that you help. So share some of this and you might want to include some information about your core services in case people are not familiar with them. Now, I've just popped that as a PS at the end of my email because I really wanted this one to sound quite conversational, quite personal, but I just also am conscious that some people might have joined my list who have not been following me on social media or who don't know much about what I do. So I've just popped my services there as a PS that they can explore if it's something they're interested in. Email number three is another short and sweet one. And this is where you can share a piece of popular content. And I want you to think about what might be relevant given what kind of lead magnet they've downloaded already. So for example, I've got a content repurposing checklist and I wanted to make sure that I sent these people something else that was relevant and kind of on a similar sort of topic. So I've directed them to a blog article that might be useful, and also a podcast episode. So you can share any popular piece of content, anything that's resonated with your audience. If you've got different segments of your audience or different services that you offer, you might want to tweak this and tailor it for those different lead magnets. So by making sure that it's relevant to what they've opted into you know that it will be something that is of use to them as well. Again, email three, that's just a short and sweet one. Email number four is where you can share a client or customer success story. So this is where you let your clients do the talking about what's the outcome of working with you? What are some of the results that you've achieved? And so for me, this looks a little bit like kind of a mini case study in a way and talks about a client who came to me for copy coaching and what that process was like and what that client achieved by working through that one-on-one process with me. Email number five is to answer an FAQ or a frequently asked question. So I want you to think of a question that you get a lot and just use this email as an opportunity to answer that question. So that could be around your approach, the way you work, something to do with your values, For me, I've taken the opportunity to talk about boundaries and values and I actually outline some of the boundaries that I have in my work and I talk about the values that are important to me to just really help people understand the kind of person that I am and for them to be able to decide do they want to stay on the list or do they want to hop off, is it a good fit for them or not. And in email five as well, you can add in a low-key offer or invite someone to book a discovery call. Again, you can pop it as a PS if that feels more comfortable for you. So what happens next once you've written these five emails? So they'll receive them through your automation. So spaced a day apart or two days apart or the frequency that feels right for you. And then you will pop them onto a list and tag them to make sure they receive your regular newsletter. So by continuing to nurture your email list, it's really gonna pay off for you in the long run. Think about it, your email subscribers are your captive audience for your new offers and to re-engage with you once they've worked with you already. So if you can continue to put out useful content on a regular basis, if people are aligned with you, they'll hang around. If you have any unsubscribes, don't take it personally. I think of it as a good thing. By keeping your list flush with engaged subscribers, your deliverability and open rates will be stronger. Now, as I mentioned, today's question came from a member of the current cohort of the co writing content crew. You can now actually join the waitlist for the October round, and we're going to kick off on Friday, October the 14th for eight weeks. All the details are on my website, and the link to that is in the show notes. Now, I've also revamped my welcome email sequence. So if you're not yet a subscriber, I'd love for you to join me. I send out a weekly email that's full of useful copy tips. You can do this via my homepage or the free resources page on my website, which has some great free resources, such as that content repurposing checklist I spoke about earlier and also a mini course also on content repurposing. So that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope you found it useful and I hope it's inspired you to revamp or create your own welcome email sequence. If you loved it, a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts is really the best way to let me know. I'll be back in your ears next Monday with a fresh interview episode. Until then, happy writing. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love you to hit subscribe, rate and review it as this helps the pod reach more people. To get in touch or suggest a guest, head to emmamcmillancopy.com or find me on Instagram at emmamcmillancopy. See you next time.